we're back. We are going to be back to something. We've gone so far into mysticism that anything will be fair right now. Our being into Torah is something which puts the meat on the bones. Now, our instruction is not all done, so we will go a little further on this road. This is what we hope to do when we start and do it fast. This is Elder Yochanan, episode 551. What's next? something which we will help, well, it will help you. It will help you. You know, one thing which I found out that people are very much concerned about, very much concerned about it, and they can't get away from it. They can't, I don't care what you do or what you try, they cannot get away from it. You know what it is? It is incense. The incense. Now, the word is ketoret. Ketoret is the word for it. But incense, you well, incense is something which people cannot think. They are always trying to find out what it is and what it does and where it's at and, and all everything you, you you could say about it. They is this incense? What is this incense? Now, today, I'm going to bring up that, that incense for you. Yes, I am going to bring it up. And you will be able to, well, you'll be able to figure it out. It's something which you can do. Okay? Now, I'm going to be talking in Aramaic Hebrew first, and I'll translate it to English. Okay, okay. So don't get don't get lost or anything because I'll be right. I'm right with you. Okay, it is not something too difficult, but it is something which you have to know. Which you have to know now. First of all, out of all the senses. During the fall, all the senses went bad, but one, one, and that was the sense of smell. The sense of smell is the only sense that was not affected by it. In the sense of smell, you can smell certain things. And what about it? It's true. It is true. So the sense of smell is a very, very, very important sense we have. It can show us the light of God, even though something else can. They use candles to show the light, but it don't do it. Candles do not do it. 
only the sense of smell, only sight, only only smell can show us what it is and what God is. So the sense of smell is very, very what? Important. Very important. The sense of smell can keep you, it can make you, it can make you what you are. Because you can smell things. That's right, you can smell certain things which belong to you. And by the same token, you can smell certain things that don't belong to you. Now, I know y'all know what I'm talking about. Some woman or some man, you should know this. You should know this. But the ketaret, which is the incense, is something which people don't know about now. With the ketaret, with the ketaret, we have a formula in the Bible. We have a formula in the Torah. The Torah, remember, Torah is what? Instruction. Instruction of it. In Torah, we have an instruction on incense. And we call it ketoret. Ketoret. And it's good. It's a good one. It's a good one. Now, I'm going to start with it. Now, let me put on my glasses. Oh, yeah, well. Okay. The blending of the incense. One, hot zori. That's bomb. Two, the hot supporting. That's onacha. Three, hachel benai. That is God's bottom. Now, you know what these... You know, you do know the ones I'm talking about now. Okay, four, the halavona, that's incense, mishkal, shavim, shavim, mane, each way, seven mane. Now, a mane is a handful. So, with frankincense, they had 70 handfuls of it. All right, five more, myrrh. Six, Uzikaya, Ukziya, and Kasia. That's Kasia. Seven is Shibolet Ner. Shibolet Ner. Now that is Spike Nard. Eight was Bachoman, Bachokam, Mishkal, Bachokam. Mishkal, and that is saffron. Now, each wing, what? Shisha, Asa, Shisha, Asa, Mane. Each wing, 16, Mane. Okay? Hakosh, Sheim, Asa, that's nine. Hakosh, Sheim, Asa. Kostas, that's 12. 
The tenth is Vakilufa Shlosha. Vakilufa Shalosa. The aromatic, well, the aromatic bark of a tree. The aromatic tree bark. And that is three. And the eleventh one is Vakinaman Tisha. Now, that is cinnamon. Tisha is nine. Now, you go, it goes a little further. I should translate, I should do it all here, but I'm going to, I'm going to do it and come back now, okay? Bori, Kashina, Tishan, Kabin. Bori, Kalasina, Tisha, Kabin. Added was Krasina Lai, nine cows. Yein, Kafarisin, Sein, Talata, Kavakabin. Cypress wine, three Shei, and Ka. Talata is three. The M A N Lo Yein, Kafarisin. If one could go, if one could not get Cypress wine, Me'evi, Chamar, Tibayam, Atik. They should bring old white wine. Melat, Sadome, Rovak, Hakab. A quarter of a cob of Sodom wine. Now, of Sodom, Sodom, sorry. Of Sodom, salt. Now, a calm is another measure, another measure which is about two handfuls. Okay, ma ale asan koshehu, a small amount of smoke raising ingredient. Now, it doesn't say what the smoke raising ingredient was, but it does say smoke raising ingredient. Now, here we, here we go. Now, Robin Navan ba'avri. The Babylonian says, Akipa Hayadian Koshehu. Akipa Hayadian Shre Koshehu. A small amount of Jordan amber. And this is the Imnatamba Davesh Pasama. If one placed honey on it, they invalidate it. If you put honey on it, you invalidate it. The M Chisa Achat Mikos Shalinea. If one omitted one of these of its spices, they connect themselves to death. Now, Rabban Shimon ben Gamaliel Omier. Rabbi Shimon ben Galiel ben Gamliel says, Hadori ino The bomb is exclusively the sap. Hanot. Hanotiyev mei adzei hakata that drifts from the possum trees. 
בורי קרסינה ששפפין באה. קרסינה ליי was to rub with it. It has the point KDA שתהיה נאה. The only child so that it would be pleasing. Yein kafarsin sheshin bo. Cypress wine was to soak in it. Okay. It has the poem kedei shetehei aza. The onicha, the onicha so that it should be pungent. Bahalomei ragalin yafin la. Although yearn is more suitable for the above, Elashayim machisin mei ragalin. Nevertheless, they do not bring yearn. Ba'azava mit nei hakavot. And one would not bring it to the temple out of respect. Now, I'm going to explain this to you. Every one of the ingredients given here has a meaning. Every single one. And there are 11, 11 which you know of. Altogether, there were 12. There's one ingredient, ingredient here, well, it's used, but it's not part of it. And the reason it isn't is because this twelfth ingredient, this twelfth ingredient was something from a human being. It's something from a, from a man. But it was mentioned. You know what I mean? Now, if you place honey in it, you place honey in it, they invalidate it. Here it is. They am natam by davash pasama. If you put honey in it, it invalidates it. Now that is the truth. It invalidates it. Why? Because honey, honey was not considered a spice. It was not considered a spice. This here is Keteret Hashamayim. Keteret, K-E-T-O-R-E-T, Hashamim, H-A-S-M-I-M, which is incense of spices. This was not. So you have an incense here in which 12 spices, okay, 12 spices are given, or 11 spices. They are given. Now, the reason why there are 11 instead of 12 is because the 12th, the, the 12th thing, the 12th spice, came from a man, and it was urine. Urine, which they didn't use. You did not put urine in it. 
You did. You did. But now, I, I guess I better tell you, this formula, you do not, we do not make it nowadays. We don't make it according to the same measurements that other people do. The other, that, that, that's given here. We can take the measurements, you know, a, a small amount of measurements and make it, but you cannot take the measurements given here and make it with it. Why? Because that would be attempting to take something sacred and put it upon the profane people. Yes, it would. Why? Because the temple is dead. There is no temple. The temple is destroyed. So these, this formula is not to be used in temple worship. What they would take is you would take the ingredients, but not the measurements. You get it? You take the ingredients, but not the measurements. And what you do is you would make it. You would make it. Because see, now why would they not do, do it that way? Because if a person made it, he would have been tempted to burn it to see how it smells. Yes, he would. And it wasn't supposed to be used to see how it would smell. It's also been used for a specific purpose. A specific purpose. Now, one thing this instance did, and this instance, this instance did it, and it did it, it did it pro perfectly too. You know, this since this instance. Gave person what? Blessing. The priests who were around this incense when it was burned were blessed. The priests became rich after they burned it. See, a priest can only be around it one time, once or twice. But after that, the priest is a vehicle, a mechanism for blessing. It is. It is a vehicle for blessing. Now you can get you can get all the ingredients you want. Yeah, you can find the ingredients. There are companies all over this the planet that have the ingredients. But it is not so that you can smell it. No, it's not. This incense has a specific purpose. It has a specific purpose. It is to take the prayers of God's people up to him. Yeah, it is that. And it is, it is what, what does the return, is it blesses God's people. When this incense was burned, 
The whole neighborhood around the temple smelled. Yeah, the whole temple smelled. Just like it. So you see, even people that lived around it, even those that that uh, lived near it, gained a benefit from it. They gained a benefit from it. The smell of this incense, the smell of this incense was so great or so pungent. Do you know that? Do you know that no insects would come around it? No, no insects would. If a person was sick and he smelled that incense, he would get well. If an individual was dying and he smelled that incense, the incense would bring him back to life. That incense was so great that the people would not do anything. They would not do anything unless they had the incense. There's a a scripture. When the children of Israel, they had come out of Egypt, and they were, you know, they were, well, they were in the desert. It was during the 40 years in the desert. And one thing happened. One thing happened. And when it happened, people started dying. 10 and 20 people. And you know what happened? Somebody told Moses. They said to Moses, get get the incense. And he got it. And he started... He poured the incense on the brazier and started incense in the people. And when they smelled it, that just stopped. It stopped. So you see, that incense was very powerful. Very powerful. And it's powerful now. Yes, it is. It's powerful now. People then had no appreciation. Well, they had some appreciation, but they had no appreciation for it now. They are good. They are for you and your body and for you to know that there is a God in heaven, blessed be his name. The incenses are so great that they are used for different purposes. They are used for different purposes. People take certain parts of the incense, of of this incense, this one, such as the frankincense and the myrrh and whatnot, 
and they become burned together, combine together and burn. And then something happens. With just those two ingredients, something happens. Something happens. And with it, great things take place. So with it, with the frankincense and myrrh, certain things will take place. Now I got to tell you, it might ain't, it might probably ain't nothing. It's nothing like what took place when all eleven of these things were there. But it's something. It's something, which is why people use it, and it's also reason the reason why in hoodoo. It was used. Yeah. In hoodoo, they used the ketoret. They used part of the, of the, the formula. He didn't put all the things in. No, no, no. Because we have a, an account. We are not supposed to use this. We are not supposed to do, we're not supposed to make it and use it the way that it was used it when the temple was alive. Why was that? Because the temple is no longer here. But we can take parts of it and use a certain part of it. That is why with certain things, people have a different feeling about it. They do. You can be somewhere ever so, you know, so spaced out with this. But if you burn one of these things from the Keteret or two of it, you mix them or four or five, and you mix them together and you burn it, that a certain spiritual thing will happen. Why will it happen? Because spirits are there for it. Spirits are around you all the time. And when spirits smell that scent, those spirits, they come around it. So it's nothing wrong with it. It's how you use it. And the combinations given that will tell you what they are for. The combinations are so strong that they can just about do anything. I'm telling you. From, from making the, the eel well to even acknowledging or removing death away. That is what it is for. 
That's what it's for. Even with even with hoodoo, you cannot see you cannot see a certain person a certain person living or dying without this. Without it. That is why the Keteret is here. Now, I'm not talking about nothing funny. I'm telling you the truth. I am telling you the truth. This incense will work. It will work. Now, I have to tell you, first of all, you must have these these spices. Two, they must be pure. Can't use anything. You got to use the right thing. And it's got to be pure. It's got to be pure. The next thing, three, it must be given in the spirit which will which will provide a blessing to whoever he smells it or uses it. It must be used according to the rules that God gave for it to be used. And the rules of what? In the Torah. The instruction is in the Torah. So you see, a person can, he can become better. He can be better at what you're doing. By what? Burning the Burning or burning a part of it. Now, there is Jerusalem incense, there's three kings incense, which are a part of the Keteret. They are a part. And when these when those incenses are burned, when they are burned, the people that smell them, something takes place. Something takes place within their body, within their mind, within their spirit. Something takes place. And notice what it says. It says Saffron and Cassia, you know, and Myrrh. Myrrh and cassia and saffron are three of the spices which they use, which you can use. But who knows? Who will say what they can do? Who will say what they can do? Now, you can find out what each what each one does. Oh, yeah. I'm leaving that to you. Going to put something on your mind. You could, 
You can look it up and find out and wait and see what it will do. Yeah. You ought to see what exactly it will do. What exactly it will keep away from you? What exactly will it bless you with? What exactly can this can these different ingredients be for you? What type of blessing does it have? What type of blessing will it give you? What type of blessing does it support? Now, all those things in it, all those things in it, there are people which, which, which say, well, we can't find it. Yes, you can. We don't know where those are. Yes, you do. You can find these ingredients, if you want them, on the Internet. You can find these ingredients, if you want them, where? At a supply house. Whether or at a, a herbal place, these are all these are all certain things which are very good. These can be used by you. By you. You ain't got to think of nothing. You ain't got to do no hoodoo. You ain't got to do nothing. These can help, can help you. Now why? Because hoodoo is from Yehudim. Yehudim. Which means what? Jewish. That is what it means, Jewish. Now, I will go so far as to tell you, if you are from, if you are Native American, you have Native American blood. They were part. They were Native American hoodoo, hoodoo or Yehudim here. And what? How do you know? That it was made that they were Yehudim. I'll tell you, there is one way, one way. Whenever you see fringe, whenever you see shingles or small bangles hanging off of them, those people are Yehudim. They are. They are Yehudim. Now, on through time, certain stuff got adulterated and moved out the way. I admit that. We all, we have to. But fundamentally, the people are Yehudim. And what is that? They are children of Israel. Now, what is Israel? Israel means a striver with God. Striver with God. And every one of the Native American tribes strove 
with God. Everyone. I called that everyone. Every single one. They are God's people. They are God's people. Now, what has to happen is you have got to see it. People are caught up on skin color, on places of you know, of myths, where people came from, like that. Rather than the true teaching of God being the God of man, of God giving man something, something which he has spread out among the earth. Now, the one is Israel. Do you think, do you think that God just gave one people, one people, his truth, one people, and he's going to bring, and he's got, he loves everybody else? Do you think it? No, that's not God. That's not God at all. That is not him. What he's doing is he's spreading. He's spreading this out to, to all men. Spreading it out. There was one thing that he gave us. Well, we we started off. He gave them circumcision. You know, God's people, the men, had to be circumcised. And nowadays, any old body is circumcised. Well, certain people take and say, well, they can't be circumcised. They can't be God's people because only God's people can be circumcised. But that ain't what it said. You realize that there are millions of baby boys, millions of baby boys who are circumcised when they are babies. Did you know that there are millions of men who are circumcised, don't know nothing about it, he don't know where it came from, but he's circumcised. When you are circumcised, you become the son of Israel, a child of Israel. See, so when you think that stuff does not apply to you. It does. It does. When you think that things are beyond your believing, beyond your your belief, your religion, your you know your, your whatever, then then what does the Lord do? Our God, the God of Israel, turns around and slaps you down. And makes you see that he is always doing something. Always. God 
is not a man that he should lie or the son of man that he should change his mind. God does not lie and God does not change his mind. He does is lie or change his mind. Now, with this instance of Keteret, he gave the Keteret then, he gave the, gave the Keteret to the people, to Israel, so they would know him. Well, why did he give it to them? So that they would know him because, so that the they could teach everybody else about it. He, did, he just didn't give it to them so that they could, you know, lock it up among themselves. He fixed it so they couldn't lock it up among themselves. Because if they had it, they'd have been wrong. What did he do? He put it in the article so that everybody could deal with it. But deal with it is what he's for, and that is what we are for. To do it his way. To do it the way that he says is the right way to do it. Not to do it the way we think is that's right. You know, certain people think that if you were Jew, only Jews can do this. Only Jews can do that. Do this, do that, or whatever. But we find out that everyone can do it. Everyone can use it. Every single person, every man, woman, boy, or girl, this thing is for everyone. Now I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna put something in. I'm gonna yes I am. I'm gonna put something in. That is why he had hoodoo. Uh oh. That is why he had hoodoo. Now, why did he have hoodoo? He had hoodoo to show other people, the whole earth, the whole earth, it was one. So that the whole earth could be instructed. How is the whole earth supposed to be instructed? By the Torah. The whole earth is instructed by the Torah. The things that are in the Torah are upon the entire earth. That's what I mean. The whole earth is not just a Jew, not just Israel. You know, a technical, a technically one, one that's born that way. It ain't. It ain't it's. It's more than just him. God gave it to all 
men and all women and all boys and all girls. He gave it to all of us so that they could use it for what? Their benefit. Now, first of all, I got to just say, I'm going to say, now you're going to get mad, but I'm saying, I'm going to say anyway, even if you are mad. First of all, there is nothing, there is nothing called a rabbi, a rabbi in the Bible. Uh-oh. I then said there is no such thing as a rabbi, a rabbi in the Bible. Men were calling each other that. What does rabbi mean? It means master. It means master. There are, the only master is God. Now that's, that's the truth. That's the truth. When the rabbis got to their position, well, first of all, first of all, who taught people to believe it, to believe the word and what God said? The priest did. The Kohen. The Kohen taught them. There were no rabbis. Okay, you can get mad. You can, you can go ahead and, you know, sign me up or mistreat me or whatever. But but the Kohen were God's people. They were the ones who did the instruction. Wasn't no rabbi. Huh? A rabbi is a human thing. So that is why you have the trouble you have because you took the divine thing out and put a human thing in. You know, one thing I didn't understand is why when blessings were given in the synagogue, it was always a Kohen, a priest. Never was a rabbi. It was a priest. And they said, well, the Kohen gave the blessing he's supposed to. How come the Kohen gave it? The priest. But the rabbi did. Although the rabbi spoke and said certain things, the rabbi couldn't give the blessing. And for that one thing, that one little stickler, that one little stickler, the rabbi could not make that thing go. They couldn't take that away from God's Kohen. Nope, they couldn't. 
everything else they took away. You know, they moved it or did something else with it. But that they didn't take away. They couldn't take it away. They couldn't. And I thought, with me, what got me is, you know what? Well, first of all, I was in the yeshiva. Now, all that is is a school where you learn Hebrew and, you know, you where you learn how to be. You learn how to be a rabbi. And I went through it. But that particular thing just stuck with me. Why do the Kohen give the blessing? Why? Why? The more I thought about it, the more I pushed it, the more I did I I wouldn't ask about it. I asked the rabbis, I asked everybody, the head of the, the Rosh Hashiva, the head of, of the, the school, I asked everybody, why does the Kohen give the blessing? Why? And when I found out, I became totally someone would start to look at this all kind of funny ways. Now, I'm going to tell you. Now, I'm a Jew. Yes, I am. I was born, I was circumcised the seventh day like every other Jew. Yes, I was. I was circumcised. And I have lived, I have lived it as long as my parents allowed me to. Now, when I got a little older, of course, I did whatever I wanted to. But, I don't know. I don't know anything about about anything else because, well, one thing, well, it was hoodoo all around us. Hoodoo was all around us. Hoodoo was everywhere. It was everywhere. And I learned that hoodoo was what? Hoodoo was a basis of the basis of what we believe. See, I am not a member of the Jewish religion. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm Yehudim, but I'm a member of the Jewish religion. I don't follow rabbi. No, no. I don't follow rabbi. I go by what? The Torah and the Nevavim, the prophets. And the Ketarim, the writing, that's what I go by. The the Torah, the writing of the prophets, and, you know, just the plain writing of the Bible. They have a preeminence in my life. Now, people that follow the Torah, well, I'll just put it like this. People who follow the rabbis believe that what the rabbis say here on earth goes. Goes. But if God says it, that thing don't go. 
You heard me now. That's now I'm telling you the truth. If 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 the rabbi says anything about you know about you know about justice or law or whatever, then it goes. It is correct. It goes. You supposed to listen. You supposed to listen to it. But if if the the Bible or God Himself says anything about it, you don't listen to it. Now that was disturbing to me. That was disturbing. So what happened? Well, you know, some of part of me, part of me broke away. Even to the point where I didn't even want to have nothing to do with Jews. I didn't even want to have nothing to do with it. But I started looking at it. I started looking at it. And I started understanding that maybe I came about for such a time as this. Maybe I was here because God didn't want that. He didn't want that. So there arose a certain thing in me. I am a Jew that does not follow a rabbi. Nope. I don't follow a rabbi. Rabbis believe certain things which I don't believe. Rabbis do certain things which I don't do. Rabbis are certain people, which I am not. So I don't follow them. I don't do what they do. And I am not like them. I'm not like them. Now, a rabbi can say something right. When the rabbi say something right, well, I'm for him. When he say something wrong, I ain't for him. I'm not for him. I'm not for him. Now that is the truth of it. Now and for that, well, I guess they would, I they would crucify me too. Yeah, I'd be sent, I'd be dead gone. But now, you know, following Israel and all that, I'm for it. Yes, I am. I'm for it. But the rabbiness, rabbiism, no. I'm not. I'm not for rabbiism. I'm not in rabbinical clique. I don't believe in it. And I stand against it. Now, certain people won't. There are thousands, in fact, there are millions of Jews who now, who now, you know, some little kids, some old, ancient ones, who now believe in the rabbi. They believe in him, but I don't. I do not believe in the rabbi. I believe in God, and I believe in the Torah which is my instruction in the Ketavim and in the, you know, in all of it. 
in the writings and the and in the writings of the uh, the prophets. I do. Now, what I meant, what I registered today, the petum the petum Now, it is from the Talmud. The Talmud. It is from the Talmud. Now, because it's from that, because it's from that, I have to, I have to tell you, I have to tell you, that I believe in that part of, of the Talmud. But, I have to qualify, and I qualify with this. You know, Rabbi Shimon Gamaliel, was a man, was a man who, just like any other man, Rabbi Nathan Bavli was a man like any other man, but I put it like it is. They put their pants on one leg at a time, just like I am. Yeah, they put their pants on one leg. And the fact, you know, when I look at what they say, what they say, I look at it is, well, what they what they taught was good. Yeah, what they taught was good. But what they did probably wasn't good. Yeah, because they did things according to their their understanding. They didn't pray on it. They didn't go to God with it. They didn't use the Bible or, you know, the uh, Torah to see if this thing fit out. They just used their mind. And with me, using your mind, using your mind can be very dangerous if you don't know how to use it. If you don't know how to use it, your mind can be a very, very, very dangerous thing. Yeah, a very dangerous thing. Instead of you taking your mind and seeing what God says or what God taught in his Torah about that. See, God tells us stuff all of the time. The Torah is a, an instruction book. Yes, it is. It's an instruction book. And it will tell us the right from the wrong. Every and every single solitary instance. The Torah will. So, what do you believe? I believe that a man... A woman, a boy, or a girl should take the Torah and see if something is the way they say it is. If it's not, then well, you you don't you know it's up to you to do it or not to do it. But if it is, yeah, you do it. You do it. Now with that with that here, with that here, with the you know the pitum hakatoret. Now, it is from the Talmud. 
I do say that it is from the Talmud. So it should be used only with an observation, observing that there is nothing in it. There is nothing in it that goes against the, the Torah. And there is nothing in it there. There is nothing in it that goes against the Torah, which, which you should be, you know, glad to know. You should be glad to know. Okay? Now, we should be back on air Sunday at 3 in the afternoon. On Sunday at 3 in the afternoon. We should be back on the air. And, you know, with all this, this is sort of new. We, we're trying to do something new and get it all in. Yes, yeah, yeah. But we're going to do it. We're going to do it. We're going we're gonna to have it. Well, it'll be fine. We'll have a fine old time. Yes, we will. We will have a fine old time. And the thing about it, you know, and don't forget this, with the incense, those different things in it, those different ingredients, when put together in certain ways, will make certain things happen. Will make certain things happen. Not a whole thing. Can I put together... Can I get together and put together, put together like it is? And no, no, I cannot. But I can take an ingredient. I could take the formula and tone them down and do certain things with it. With it. So if you want some of those, if you want some of the things, you can get them. You can record them now. The frankincense and the myrrh and the cassia and the cinnamon are things which you know and see right out. You know and see them right out. So by taking them, you use them and bless yourself with that. You know, something like an equal part of each one of these, you know, of those things will do it. But a part part of you know, part of as I say, seventy mayonnaise and and sixteen mayonnaise and all that. No, I could you know, I would not do that. I would not do it. I would not do it. This is something which is very, very holy. And something which you must be very, very careful of. You cannot do it your way. Do it God's way. And it'll be all right. You hear? Now, this is your kind of being God. And I approve this message.